Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 110 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, I chat with Kelsey Morera. She is the founder and the owner of Dope. Dope does not sound like what you think it is. Dope is dope. It is cookie dough. Yes, you can eat it raw, you can bake it, you can put it in ice cream, you can do whatever you want to do with it. It is absolutely fantastic. And Kelsey is one successful sober babe. She has been featured in Forbes 30 under 30. She was on Shark Tank. She's been featured in Inc. She talks about how she would not be able to run this super successful company and follow her passions if it wasn't for, you guessed it, sobriety, baby. Kelsey is here to walk us through her recovery journey and how she created the business and life of her dreams. Let's get into it. Did you miss the mark on Sober October? Not to worry. No Booze November is right around the corner. See all that you have to gain from going booze-free for 30 days. With motivation and inspiration and education delivered right to your inbox and two daily worksheets to keep you accountable, you will have a successful booze-free 30 days. See what you have to gain from putting the bottle down. Head to asobergirlsguide.com to sign up today. I am so, so excited to have you, Kelsey Morera. Did I say it? Did I do it? Crushed it. Slayed it. It was incredible. Best ever. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. It yes. Just, you got to just roll it off your tongue. Yeah. Feels right. You also had a really nice, I think like people couldn't see, but the body movement with it really helped it come out. That helped. That just really yeah. helped enunciate it. Felt it. 1,000%. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Thanks for Kelsey. having me. I am so excited to talk to you and about your company, Dope which I mean, I just love the word, but we're going to, we're going to get into your dope company about dope. 
but not dope. <laughs> but you know what I mean. We're going to get into yeah. the good stuff. It's like pretty dope, but we're not selling dope, but it's addictive like dope, but it's yeah. really good, but it's not dope. Okay. Dope. Yes. The legal yeah. dope. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're going to get into that, but you're in recovery and I want to get just a little context of your background and what life was like, because you're super, you know, you're, you're a businesswoman. You're doing the thing, right? Like you are what all dreams are made of, but <laughs> of sorts. Know, I, I want to know, I want to go back into like pre-recovery and what was like, what life was like for you then? Yeah. Um, so I have a interesting journey through this. I actually love getting to talk to other people in recovery or people considering going into recovery because there's such a stigma around like what your life must have looked like if you don't drink now. And I've come to learn there are so many shades of what life looked like, you know, um, and what really led people to say, gosh, I think my life will be better without blank, you know, fill in the substance. Um, and for me, I was alcohol. So I I started at, um, Intel when I was 16 years old. So went from like, I'm a child to like, whoa, I work in corporate America at a really young age. 16 Um, years old. Crazy. Right. I was an intern, um, full-time every summer and part-time every school year all through and through college and everything. Um, so yeah, start, and I didn't know, of course, when I was starting at 16, I was just like, oh, sweet, a summer internship, like, we'll see what this is like. But I loved it. I really like fell into it. And I was just pouring like my everything in. And I've always since I was a child been a huge perfectionist, like, to a fault, you know, where it's just like, it has to be incredible, or I've failed, you know, like, mm-hmm. this guttural, like, I am not good enough, because I got to be on this test, and I would sob, you know, it was really dramatic. Yeah. So I was really tough on myself. And I think, while that level of work ethic served me in corporate America, my mental health was suffering as a result. And um, I had started to experiment sort of like partying, like what I thought would be cool in high school, you know, drinking, I started when I was like 15, 14, not 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first time I drank, I blacked out, you know, first party I went to, I was like full blackout. And it was like, whoa, you know, I, I didn't have to be on last night. I wasn't like intense and it felt like this release for me. So I think alcohol through the years was kind of like everything in my day life would always be so intense and so on that when I got the opportunity, which was frequent, because it seems like when you drink a lot, that's all your life revolves around is like, when are we going to the next bar? What's the next happy hour? You know, it's, I was making up holidays of why we should drink on a Tuesday, you know, so. uh, Any day that ends with why, really? Um. Yeah, seems like a good one. So yeah, I, I would lean in too heavy every time I drink, you know, and so it was um, definitely socially oriented, always wanting to be the life of the party and to have another drink and all this. But um, yeah, as a way of coping with the anxiety and stress, I'd sort of built up in myself over the years. And so 10 years um, in corporate America was uh, a hefty bout of time to be like that intense. And um, you know, even today, I'm 29 now. And I feel like I lost a bit of like, childhood got kind of chopped, you know, yeah, um, for sure. feeling like just being a kid got chopped. And instead it was, you know, a number of years of like, oh my gosh, nightmarish, you know, nights out where I'm apologizing for stuff. I don't remember hospitalizations in college, the tickets, the, you know, and it was, I kept saying like, oh, I'll, I'll get better next time. It won't happen. You know, next mm-hmm. time I'll do this or next time I'll do that. All the tricks of how I could try and control how much I drink and, inevitably without fail, you know, it would always uh, come back to bite me and I'd have another incident. And 
by the time I decided to stop drinking, I had a list of like 27 unique instances, nights where you should have said, wow, this is like enough is enough, you know, like really injured myself, injured someone else, cheated on someone, you know, just awful stuff that was like, not who I was at my core, you know, like that shouldn't be what defines me. And um, finally just got fed up with being a loose cannon, you know, like I hated being, uh, you like love being out of control, but you hate being out of control, right? Like it felt good to lose control for a moment and to not have to be so on. But then I, and when you're back on the next day, you're like, how was that me? Like I am five, two. Why did I pick a fight with this, this large man last night at this bar? It was like these silly things where you're like, this didn't make any sense. Um, and you really could have been, I mean, there are most of those nights ended where I could have been killed. I could have, you know, had really bad stuff happen to me, putting myself in those situations. And it was, yeah, you got to just run into a brick wall eventually and say enough's enough. And I don't need this. Where is it bettering my life? Yeah, yeah exactly. And like, so just dropped a weight on you. <laughs> <laughs> so like, how, how did you transition? Like, how did you actually commit to, okay, enough is enough? Yeah. At first, uh, I tried when I was 21 to get mm-hmm. sober, which I think should be a sign in itself. If you're just able to start drinking and you think you need to stop drinking, yeah. you're able to drink legally at least, uh, it should be a sign that maybe there's something wrong here. But I, I took it as like, I had hit this ultimatum with the uh, boyfriend at the time, you know, and he's like, if you don't get this under control, you're done, that kind of thing. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'll stop drinking. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be able to drink responsibly. I saw it as like a clearing sure. out phase, like surely, So I went four months and at the end of those four months, I'd actually written in my journal saying like how incredible I felt for one that just after four months, I felt so much like clarity. I was, you know, following some of my passions again, like just feeling all that good stuff, which now I realize was just a gift of not drinking. And I wrote like, um, I just can't wait until I can drink again responsibly, drink responsibly again, you know, can't wait till I can just have one. Yeah. And when I started to drink again, that lasted for about three weeks. And then I blacked out again for the first time again. So, and then the spiral went on and um, it was really difficult. I think with how society, like I mentioned, views alcoholism to accept that I had a problem because I, I didn't need a shot in the morning when I got up, you know, or like, right. it was like, I was justified. I didn't get a DUI yet. You know, right. it was like yeah. always these things that are like, um, as if that's a goal, right. As if I should keep trying, like, do I want to keep going until I hit that mark? Um, and then, yeah, I, I made the decision in September of 2015. So just hit five years, um, sober, which is awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So September of 2015 was like the, the end of it. And I just said, I was out on a business trip in Barcelona and woke up in like a mysterious apartment, had convinced my coworkers. I knew this like random group of guys that I didn't did not know. I did not know these people and that I would be fine. I don't remember this conversation at all. And of course, you know, I didn't, didn't know them from, from Joe and uh, was in a really unsafe situation and uh, had to call that boyfriend at the time who, you know, it ended up ending the relationship, but was such a wake up call to me that morning of just like, I never want to feel this way again. And Mm. I called my grandma who was 21 years sober at the time. um, And was like my best friend and idol. And it was like, she had been waiting for that call for a really long time when I'd finally figured it out, you know, finally figured out that this was not going to work and I needed to stop. And so she was like, 
you should get yourself to an AA meeting this morning and see how it goes. And I went and found an English speaking AA meeting in Barcelona and I have not had a sip of alcohol since, uh, since that time. So yeah, way. Isn't that crazy? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's commitment. Yeah, like, I was like, we're doing like, this. Oh, I'll, I'll wait till I get home. Like, oh, I don't think I can find anything. Like, you know, we, we always have yeah. a ton of excuses of why we can't or yeah. shouldn't or just don't want to do something. <laughs> totally. But, yeah, and it was uncomfortable. I was on the day one of a seven-day business trip in Barcelona. So not only was, like, I deciding to stop drinking, which is a big feat in itself, but it was while on a business trip, which were notoriously like my worst times drinking, you know, cause I was, it's always a party. Everyone wants to let loose and, yeah. um, and go a little overboard. And, and now I would have to figure out how to navigate a whole week of business events sober, though I passed on many. I had a lot of food poisoning that week. I was like, I'm not feeling well. I need to be back at the hotel. I can't go. <laughs> cause it was, it was very uncomfortable in the beginning, you know, to say, yeah no, I'm good. Or I'll just have soda water and lime. Like now I, I literally just, it, you own it after a while where it just, yeah. this is who I am. And I have no qualms over asking the waitress if they've got any non-alcoholic drinks or any, any beers or something. Um, but in the beginning it was uncomfortable, uh, but I was committed. I was so tired of having these nights, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So when you got home from the business trip, how did you keep committed to sobriety and not drinking what did that look like for you I did stay in AA for the first like I would say six months I went to 6 a.m day starters meeting in Hillsborough Oregon and like I still talk to a bunch of people from that group um you know everyone was like 20 30 years my senior in many cases right like it was a um an older community, you'll find a different group if you go and say San Francisco, for example, or something. But um, I was in Oregon. And so gosh, I just felt so wild at that time that I was the only one going through this, you know, it's really easy to feel super alone, like, that nobody else your age is having these problems. Why can't I just get it together? Um, Why is this happening to me? And there were a couple people in that group, though their age, they had gotten sober at my age. And so it was really cool to see these examples of like, if you stick with it, like, you know, now I have a wife and kids and like, I'm doing all these things with my life. And it it goes in about 20% in the beginning, you know, you're listening to a a shade of it, like, sure, like, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. But but you don't have my problems. Yeah. Like, you don't understand, really. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But it ended up just slowly but surely, like, I think the blossoming of who Kelsey is and of my life from that point on continued to be reminders of why I'm doing what I'm doing, not drinking, and Mm. that no drink would be worth sacrificing how cool what I've been able to build with my life is. Um, So time ended up taking the place of, of necessarily doing AA meetings every day like I was and Um, more just staying in touch with friends that follow a similar path and continuing to share my story and hope that I can help other people, which I think is a a value of a itself, right. Of like being able to give back, um, which you're doing so great with this podcast, right? Like being able to share, share stories because it's scary and you feel like the only freaking person who's ever gone through this and (laughs) yeah, thank God for the internet. Now we can tell people you're not alone and just yell it from the rooftops. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and thank you for sharing your story and being brave enough to like step forward and, and talk about it. Like, we need, we need people like you. This is, you know, a, a two-way street, right? Like we need 
people yeah. to talk about it. We need people to listen. We need it to complete that circle of giving and receiving. It, yeah. It's really important. And I think that's what keeps us going and keeps us, you know, focused on our on our goals. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. Yeah. Totally. So I want to bring you up to like current, current situation. How, tell us about dope. Yeah. How is this happening? How is this happening? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So when I got sober, I was still working Intel. Obviously I was on that business trip with Intel and um, I stayed with them. I was in Oregon at the time uh, working there in their Hillsborough office. And because sobriety gives you about a thousand hours back a week, I was baking like my ass off. I was in the kitchen every day, nights and weekends after work and stuff just baking like crazy. I love to bake as a kid and I really found it quite meditative. Like it was yeah. a really peaceful place for me. I love the precision of baking, like measuring everything out. And, um, I'm not the, the neatest, most like put together, you know, everything's so perfect. So perhaps that's why I led where I am now running a cookie dough company. Cause it's really just about getting messy. I loved the process of baking, but I also loved um, you know, eating the dough before it went in the oven and whatnot. So uh, the idea of everything not being so prim and proper in the end, but how calm it is to make everything. I really just loved it. Um, So I got moved to San Francisco for a new job inside of Intel. Mm -hmm. And I had started this sort of part-time bakery while I was in Oregon. Cause again, you've got all this time and energy and you're just like, I can make anything. And like, I just was doing like, you know, cakes and cupcakes and stuff for a small network of people. Um, shipping some online, but it was really small. So when I moved to SF, I was like, okay, this is not going to make it. I'm up against like world renowned pastry chefs. Like I got to just cool my jets. I'll focus on Intel for a little bit and see what happens. But it's like the itch is so real. Once you've created a business, your brain is like, but where's my thing? Like, what am I doing for myself? What am I doing for my business? Like you just want it. Yeah. Yeah. You just want more and you want to do it again and you want to do it better. So um, I had been baking as a really shitty vegan for the, like, I think about six months at that point of my time in San Francisco. It's like, okay, I'm an SF. I need to like, pretend vegan. to be vegan. How did, well, like, I love vegan? butter, right? <laughs> I mean, you just okay. can't not. So I was like, yes, yeah. butter. I was like vegan butter, but not vegan butter, real butter, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I love the, butter. Okay. But I wasn't into like, I wasn't eating eggs. I just didn't particularly like them anyway. I wasn't yeah. eating meat. I, I enjoyed, I think I thought it was cool in SF, just how many alternative meats there were. And this was like in 2016. So um, before like impossible meat and beyond burger really got out and got big, it was cool to see like what was coming up in that space. And I didn't have a huge affinity for meat. I've since married a Brazilian and I'm not allowed to not like meat. So <laughs> it's impossible. Well, that went like, out the door. I, was, I was like, right? Yeah. When we first started dating, I was not eating red meat at the time. And then it took about like 
three months and now we ha- I had steak for breakfast the other day. So that's how far we've come. <laughs> okay. But um, all to say my baking was eggless, but butter filled. And so cookie dough um, and cookies I was making, I could now like save half of the dough in the fridge and eat as much as I wanted and bake a couple cookies when I wanted. I'm a huge like toaster oven freak. So I'd love to yeah. be able to just pop like a couple uh, balls of cookie dough in the toaster oven, have a few warm cookies or half bake them because they didn't have eggs and scrape yeah. it over ice cream. So Ooh. I'm like, okay, this is delicious. My friends love to eat it when they come over. I should start another business. Like, let's do it. This thing, yeah. this thing could be cool. People love cookie dough. And for some reason we all eat it like weirdos in our kitchen by ourselves. Yes. And that's fine. No shame in your game, but we could do this better. <laughs> so I, I started a dope and it was, um, 420, 2017 was the first day of my sabbatical with Intel. I was supposed to get 10 weeks off and I planned like a trip around the world uh, I was going to take. And I got this idea in uh, like February and just again, like the nights and weekends after work, signing up for all the business licenses I would need and everything. And I thought I got to use these 10 weeks to see if I can make a business. Cause it's, it is wow. a scary leap to go from corporate America, all safe riding to, yeah. all right, you're on your own. See if you can make money. And yeah. 10 weeks is like a pretty good testing ground. So it was a really fortunate opportunity to get to like try out and see if this would work. And I got a commercial kitchen, like everything just lined up like crazy. Like she had a waiting list that was like six months long, but I like convinced her that this would be a cool enough idea. And she gave me the opportunity to start early. So I got a commercial kitchen made like a hundred pounds of cookie dough and got a, a wooden cart built for like $500 and went out to Dolores Park in San Francisco, just like a, you know, kind of yeah. hippie hangout park. And it was 420. So you can imagine the audience that was there. And my company Perfect. was called Dope, which Perfect was- Perfect <laughs> audience. Yes. Yeah. So everyone's coming through like, okay, so I've never done edibles before. How much should I have? Cause I'm like, edible cookie dough. <laughs> oh no. And- I'm like, no, no, it's just like sugar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, it's sugar highs only, but it's delicious. Like you're going to love it. Also, you know, um, it's our first day. And I mean, it was just a blast. Like there's a photo of me from that day is scooping. And I just like look so freaking happy because I was, it was like, I love making desserts for people. I love watching someone take a bite of something I've made and just see their face light up. It's like this like I got to gift you this moment of happiness and yeah. cookie dough in particular is really cool. Cause it's quite nostalgic. People come through and try it and totally. are like, Oh, I remember, you know, making cookies with my mom or my grandma just passed away and, it, and back in her kitchen right now eating this. And mm. that's really cool. Like food evoking emotions is like a really, and memories is a really strong, powerful thing. So I love yeah. being able to share that. And it was very cool to see it come to life. And Fast forward 10 weeks and I was supposed to go turn my laptop back in at Intel and I had to call my boss and be like, I have three events tomorrow. I can't turn in my laptop. <laughs> like, can I come in the next day? Like, I'm not going to be able to return to, to work. I'm, I'm going to be putting in my two weeks notice. So um, the full thing. I was right like, Let's then do there, it. you're like, okay, I'm going all in. Yeah, I had spent those 10 weeks just building up like um, a catering business. I got a food truck, uh, kind of like food park to take Mm -hmm. me in. And I didn't have a food truck, obviously. That would have been crazy expensive, right? I I think overall it was like $5,000 put into the company to start it. Um, And so I was doing like a tent and that cart table set up and everything, like kind of like a farmer's market style, seven days a week, hauling that shit in a lift. Okay. (laughs) I would call lift and be like, excuse me, sir, I'm going to load all of this in your Prius. I know it looks impossible, but I need you to stand over there for just a moment. <laughs> like, I've got this. It was like a jigsaw thing, you know, like I knew you all of this it will out. fit. Yeah. yeah. I was like, but just don't mess up my puzzle. So yeah, it was, 
it was a grind, but, um, you know, really cool to just see that momentum of like, wow, people haven't seen something like this before, like getting scoops of raw cookie dough that they could eat raw or take home and bake. Um, and I was having a ton of fun with the flavors. Like I love creating new flavors for the um, cookie doughs, a blast with that, right? Like you can add anything yeah. when you're making cookies at home. Sometimes it's like, oh, I don't have like walnuts or I don't have white chocolate chips. I'll use like this or this. And you just yeah. go crazy. It's all delicious. It's like butter and sugar. You can't go wrong. I put potato really chips in our go wrong. before. No, you cannot go <laughs> yeah. Wrong. So it's a blast. Oh God, and That um, is so cool. Picked up from there. So ditched corporate life and spent the last, yeah, three and a half years um, building a, a really cool brand that could stand for something and getting to share my story on a bigger stage. Yeah. And how do you think your sobriety helped you become an entrepreneur? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com ASGG. Man, just time, those like thousand hours back a week. I think, yeah. you know, you really just have more efficient use of your time for one um, and more clarity and decision-making. Like being able to be mm. more in touch with your emotions is a benefit in your personal and professional life and sobriety. Yeah. Uh, the just sheer ability to stop and be like, how am I feeling? Like, why am I feeling this way? Mm. What are the tools that I know to do to like feel better or, you know, all that stuff. And like, yeah. when you drink, it's just like, Oh fuck. It was a hard week at work. Like shit, let's go to the bar, you know, yeah. forget it, Drown it. forget about it, literally yeah. forget about it. Right. And, and just everything just, and then it's, and then it's over. It's like a, it's like a bad marriage with yourself. Cause you got issues and you guys don't talk about it. And then all of a sudden 30 years down the road, you're like, we're done. And it's like, yeah. Oh, you were mad about the dishwasher, like 18 years back or something. You know, it's like, if you don't deal with your crap, it just builds and erodes your life away. And I feel oh. like sobriety, let me deal with my crap. And more effectively deal with new things I was bringing in. So um, it absolutely is the, the only reason that I'm an entrepreneur today. I would have never had the gusto, I guess, to go and say, I could do more than this. Like, cause mm. you get a safe, cushy job. It's like, if I had stayed at Intel now, I would be making like 200,000 a year by now. You know, it's like, right. I had a really healthy salary as a 24 year old and I said, no, I can do something else. I'm going to quit and start a cookie dough company. My family was like, she's having a quarter life crisis. Like <laughs> what's going on? Don't quit your job. Are you going to have insurance? I didn't have health insurance for like a year after that, you know, when I started the, oh the company, but 
it's like He's you get enough quarter, um, like, crisis that's hilarious yeah, <laughs> yeah full yeah. on like I think my brother would like not even really acknowledge it at first he was like like cookie dough like you're gonna like okay like call me like when this is over in a few months you know I don't think he really realized that it was gonna be I don't think yeah. anyone realized it was gonna be a real thing like I think my parents were like oh, okay this sounds fun like see how it goes and then yeah no one could have expected that it would for one, be around three and a half years later. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OSEAMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Right. Yeah. But for two, we've been able to serve more than 250,000 spoon liquors in the last three and a half years. So that's really neat. Yeah. And you've had like tons of success. Like Forbes has mentioned you. You've been on Shark Tank, which is like my favorite show. How was yeah. Shark Tank was awesome. It was so crazy. I mean, I used to watch that, you know, and I'd be like, oh, this is really cool. These, it just seemed like a weird subset of the population, like these crazy people that run their own companies and like the rest of us are just like, we're going to be here climbing this ladder and it feels safe and it's secured to the wall. And, but it was fun to watch the crazy people who are like so passionate about this like crazy tool that like you didn't know you needed, you know, it's like infomercial products sometimes. And then sometimes uh, they brought on more food in the more recent years and stuff. So when they were coming to town in SF for a casting call, full on random, I was like one person in a room of like a thousand, you know, and like sitting outside on the curb in a line with all these other people waiting at 6am in the morning. Um, but I just was like, let's try it. You know, it can't hurt. I've, I've never really been a like reality TV person. I didn't think like I thought everyone got hand selected for these things and no one really applied that like the lines at casting calls were actually hired actors. (laughs) Like American Idol is all fake. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, or something. Totally. Yeah. And it is. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. So I guess I didn't know if I would really get chosen or like, do they actually just hand select everyone like you kind of hear that there's like a lot of backroom stuff where they're like oh we kind of picked the things but sure come through anyway so I go I get like 90 seconds to pitch my idea and like give them my heart and tell them why I'd be the best entrepreneur for Shark Tank and why this cookie dough will change the world and our mission around mental health and all this and um yeah and then I got a callback and then I got another one they're like 
can you send a video submission? And I got another call back and it was like a five month process basically to find out that you have been selected to film for the show, which was so freaking cool. I mean, every time you get another letter from them, I'm like holding my breath, like, is it going to be a yes or a no? Cause it's just, I mean, they're going through an insane number of applications, like insane. It's like 0.002% chance that you'll make it on the show uh, in a year of, of auditions. So um yeah it was really cool to get selected and then you go down to film and you still don't know if you will be airing on the show which is like the worst case scenario here of like you can go yeah you've paid everything you paid to make the props you've hauled them from your city to LA you film in front of the sharks you get a deal or not and if it wasn't exciting enough for tv or for some other reason you're not selected and you don't air you can never talk about it publicly no (laughs) Give a moment of silence for the death of that, right? Oh. Yeah. Like just killer. So yeah. the emotional roller coaster that was the Shark Tank process was so intense. Um yeah. we we offer mental health days at Dope to our employees. It's like a no questions off day asked if you need it, you know, if you if you're having a day. I took a mental health day after I filmed for Shark Tank because I was just like I think a week of wreck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just oh, a wreck. Wow. Um it was so overwhelming to go up there and like before the doors open on the set, it's like the most nervous you've ever felt in your entire life. And then the doors open, you have to walk down, like hit your mark, stare at these strangers who are like billionaires for 30 seconds while they film your like reaction faces or something. <laughs> and then start your pitch. They just yell begin off stage, like really uh, aggressively. And you go. What? And I just, all my nerves just went, see ya. And I just did it and I nailed it. And I'm so proud of myself on wow. that show. I'm flashcarding the shit out of my numbers beforehand, you know, studying to make sure I really had everything tight. Yeah. And it paid off because I felt so strong when I stood in front of them about what my vision was, mm-hmm. what my mission was, what our numbers are. And um, though I didn't get a deal in the tank, because apparently those five people don't like cookie dough, which was a shock, <laughs> unexpected. What? That's <laughs> they were like liking dogs. <laughs> it's, it was very confusing. They were like, more on the, um, it's aiding the obesity epidemic in America and that it's unhealthy. And it's like, yes, but it's a dessert and it's, yeah. you know, to treat yourself. It's to have a, a nice a treat, meal. which is great for oh, your mental health. Yeah. I'm not serving it as a meal unless you want it that way, which more power to you. Judge. Yeah. I'm not judging. I <laughs> mean, judge. it's happened to all of us. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, it was like, I understand where they're coming from. Perhaps there was like, I guess my thought was maybe there was some big article that week on like childhood obesity or like something big and broken in the news. Cause it was like, just really odd for them all to sort of be on this health kick when they've invested right. in other companies, like the fat shack, which is like 2000 calorie plus sandwiches. So, um, yeah. yeah. So some weird stuff where mm. I was like, this doesn't add up, but yeah. I did get another investor a few months later. So, um, all things worked out. And then when the show aired, we got like more than 120 investors reaching out saying, wow, Hey, I know they didn't like cookie dough, but are you still looking for investment? So we had a ton That's of, incredible. Um, after the show, yeah. which was really cool. Yeah. Oh, so it was a fun ride. You. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's so, so cool. <laughs> and congratulations. Like I could just see just how you were explaining, you know, like the sense of calm and just, you were like in the zone explaining, yeah. you know, your purpose and product. It, was just yeah. like, so focused and aligned for you 
So cool. totally. And it was uh, coincidentally filmed the day after my two year sobriety anniversary. So that was super cool. Like weird yeah. timing, right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, pretty cool how stuff weird. lines up. Just or three years, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Time flies. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. It was another reminder that like when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, everything will line up the way it's meant to. And yeah. you attract like the energy attraction kind of law that people talk about. Like you're putting positivity out, and, like good shit will just keep coming back. And it has been like that over and over again with dope. Um really cool opportunities continue to line up like right when you need them. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys do really <laughs> amazing things. Like, I want to talk about uh, the the Dope for Hope, like nonprofits, and and you, you know, donate part of your is it part of your proceeds or t- yeah. can you tell me how that works? Yeah, so Dope for Hope was sort of my way of like. I want to do all this good, like in the world with the company, how can I sort of corral it under a group of initiatives that will all be focused around what I care about mental health and addiction recovery. So um, we donate 1% of all of our sales to a nonprofit that provides affordable mental health care and substance abuse treatment, substance abuse treatment, if I can say it, they still do it. Uh, And yeah, so the donations are one component of it. You know, if I've got this, I'm not a nonprofit by way of dope itself, but if we have this engine that can produce a monetary return, why not give 1% of um, all of our sales to a nonprofit that's doing good and help, you know, don't recreate the wheel, just help it move faster. So that's one side of it. Um, And then using our platform to help on the education front communications we send out to our community. We do like a mental health Monday email and we do mental health Mondays on social media, um, offering mental health days to our staff. Like how are we walking the walk inside the company? So uh, just a host of initiatives and efforts around mental health and being more open about um, our past, which in the general public may not seem so shiny and bright. And a lot of people feel the need to like shroud what's happened Uh, to them. And I feel like the more we can be open and share our raw truths and eat some raw cookie dough together, the better (laughs) the world can be. Yeah. Oh, I love that. (laughs) We got tons of puns. Tons more. There's just like, (laughs) it's just never ending. It's, it's amazing. Um, Where can people find dope? So uh, we had a big focus on our storefronts over the first three and a half years where we had people coming in on usually vacations because we were on Pier 39 in San Francisco and in Las Vegas on the Strip. Um, So being a cool part of a family vacation memory or like a first date. And I loved being able to get that experience in person. Um, But we have since, you know, the pandemic's been crazy uh, for so many brick and mortar businesses. So we have closed down our physical storefronts, but people can find dope at dope.com and we do ship nationwide. So holiday shopping, consider supporting small business um, and head over to dope.com. It would be awesome to have some support. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, man, COVID for small businesses have just taken a hit. Hey, like, Oh yeah. It's a wild ride. Like, I, another like thanks to sobriety to be able to stay focused and, um, I mean, talk about drowning your like anxiety and stuff, right? This year has been anxiety ridden for so many people and alcohol would have been a big crutch to lean on, um, during this time. So I'm just really grateful to have sobriety and have other tools of dealing with stress. And, um, it's not been an easy ride this year and it's not, it's not easy to close down something you like put your, you know, heart and soul into, but any other entrepreneurs that may be listening, they're going through a similar thing this year, just 
try and find what is working, find the sliver of a new way you could serve your customers or, you know, a new avenue to go down and just reconsider how things could go. Cause I don't think 2021 will look like 2019 did. And, you know, we've just all been shaken up in 2020. So figure out what's the new direction to run and be willing to go there and try something new, do whatever it takes to make sure that your dream and your vision and your product can live on, even if it's in a new medium. So that's where dope's at and trying to see, yeah, what the, what the future will hold for us and being able to reach people at their homes in Canada and yeah. the United States. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Internationally known on the microphone. Woo! <laughs> I love that. Um, International cookie dough woman of mystery. Coming yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like you said, like having sobriety and just having that, that sense of like, calmness and peace and being able to then pivot you know and and take a pause and just I think sobriety really allows me to just take a beat you know instead of like acting impulsively or emotionally and you know maybe trying to get um you know that instant gratification um it allows me to take that beat and take that pause that I need before you know I I don't know I need to check myself before I wreck myself yeah, precisely. Yeah. I tried to check myself before I wreck myself, pivot, don't panic. Yeah, all those things this year. How can you stop and just um, be able to semi-calmly analyze the situation? I wouldn't say I'm like a Zen yeah. master 24-7, but man, it really does help. I, I feel like you at least get a chance. I got a fighting chance to yes. you know stay a little calmer because because of my sobriety. So um, it's been a real beacon and a good thing to lean back on and something to be proud of, you know, even when everything else seems like it's falling down, or you have a really down week or a down month or a just down year 2020, at least you still have your sobriety. It's like one thing nobody can ever take away. So no matter what happens, you always have that. Yeah. Love that. Love it. Uh, where can people find you? You mentioned the website. Give it to me one more time. And where can we find you on social media too? Yeah, so it's dope.com. And I know we've been saying it, but it is dough like cookie dough. So D-O-U-G-H and then a P at the end. It's a crazy word. No one can ever spell it right. Customer service lines. I have a real hard time trying to tell them how to spell dope. <laughs> P is in Paul. So yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, D-O-U-G-H-P. And uh, that is our handle on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and personally I'm at Kels Moreira six. So it's K E L S M O R E I R A six. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Kelsey, thank you so, so much for sharing your experience and your knowledge with us. Um, I cannot wait to get my hands on some dope. (laughs) <laughs> awesome it's I'm gonna so be sweet. excited <laughs> thank you for having me and yeah. have a dope day oh yeah girl how dope is kelsey i had to i just had to i had to say it kelsey has been generous enough to offer us sober girls five dollars off our next order using promo code SoberGirls at checkout thank you so much for listening i couldn't do this without you As always, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and leave us some feedback about the podcast. We love to hear from you. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at A Sober Girl's Guide, 
And don't forget about the blog. Oh, baby, the blog. Head to a sobergirlsguide.com. Go for the blog. Stay for the merch. Stay for the workbooks. Stay for the 30 day challenge. A sobergirlsguide.com has you lock, stocked, and loaded. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Bye.